at the star up this year. No one thought it could ever happen here. They are an army of international terrorists. America has not been invaded by a foreign enemy in nearly 200 years. Their target, America. Their objective, control. Now, only one thing stands in their way. It's time to die. Chuck Norris, Invasion USA. Welcome to episode 7 of Manly Movie Monday, coming at you on a Thursday night. I'm your host, Matt, joined, as always, by our conversation facilitator, Jason, by our in-house chemical engineer, Mark, and coming at you all the way from El Dorado Hills, California, we got our (laughs) in-house realism expert, Kent, and we got John for comic relief. But... (laughs) Guys, we got a good one for you tonight. We watched the 1985 action-packed film. First film we watched starring Chuck Norris. That's right, we're talking about Invasion USA. Uh, before I turn it over to Jason, I do have a question. Who wore it better? I'm talking about denim on denim. Chuck Norris or Kanye West? Ooh, it's tough because Kanye didn't tuck his shirt in, <laughs> so true. I can't I can't see what belt he's wearing like I could with Chuck. Definitely Chuck. It's gotta be Chuck. Well, it's gotta be Chuck. Chuck because he had an airboat too. <laughs> Chuck, okay. I mean the mullet with the denim on denim really Plus, for me. Kanye's buttoned up too high. He did button up the top, all the way to the top. <laughs> all the way down to his belly button. You gotta do the halfway button or just the totally open shirt. Uh, this like is, you, this is you, great radio. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, as always, our first question of the night. Um, John, could you explain... John, could you describe the plot of the film in one sentence? All right, plot of the film in one sentence. Um... Okay, so there's these terrorists that are invading the USA, um, led by a. Is it Miko or that that Miko. was the, no Miko's the, the Cuban the other guy. Yeah, all right. Do we do we know what what <laughs> nation was invading? Not hundred <laughs> percent. I don't know, John. Because there was Asian. Uh, John, John, John's telling us. Sorry, he's, he's led by a guy. Sentence, please, <laughs> led by a guy. I can't remember his name. Um, Kind of a, a Russian-looking dude with a burnt face. <laughs> Who do you uh, really look like? Uh, David Bowie. Yeah. So, uh, and and they. Oh boy. <laughs> they they were just blowing. They were trying to get everybody to turn on everybody, um, and uh, create so much chaos that there was no functioning in society and then they could more easily invade and uh chuck norris is just a one-man vigilante taking on an entire army of terrorists 
And that's that's there you go. Yeah, that's well, I'm pretty <laughs> impressed, John. One sentence, there you have it. Uh, this is a segment we like to call half-ass internet research, where we looked up things about the movie to add a little context. So, oh, I already it's did. a new. I already said my, we oh. talked about this in the group text. Okay. Oh, I, did. oh. I, didn't, I didn't read that part of the text. I didn't read it until you I was like, hey, I'm I, over. I already, I already gave mine about the burns and the drugs. No, I really like that. These were some things I just looked up uh, during in the first five minutes of the movie. Um, did you know that Chuck Norris was involved in the writing of the movie? I, and I saw that in the intro. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't know that. Did he write his, like, 15 lines? <laughs> I hope so. He, he choreographed some of the explosions, yeah. Oh, dear. He got the idea to make the film after he read an article in Reader's Digest that said hundreds of terrorists were running loose in the U.S. This is a quote from him. <laughs> I think Trump wrote that, read that one too. <laughs> Trump read this interview. This is a <laughs> this is a quote by him. He said, "I thought, boy, that's scary. What if some guy on the order of a, of a Khomeini or Gaddafi mobilized these guys and started sending it out to every major city?" It's a good thing that they didn't, you know. Uh, a bit of trivia: Richard Lynch, who is our villain, the, the actor, has a burnt face in the film. Turns out he looks like that in real life because, uh, due to an incident involving drugs, he set himself on fire. And after that, he only played villains in movies. They also, in the in the release in Russia, they changed his name to Michael Hames. He, oh. was, he wasn't Russian. <laughs> he was American. Yeah, yeah. American. Uh, yeah. Uh, so was it was it set in Russia then? No, it's still set in America. They just changed his name because they didn't want to. They didn't want to. Well, the time stay in their it name. was the height of the Cold War. <laughs> and Berlin was still split. Uh, yeah. the, the Berlin Wall was still up. It's three years from coming down, though. I mean, it's not the height. It's kind of winding down. You, you could say this was like one of the factors, do you think? In Absolutely. Toward Absolutely. the reconciliation. They, they saw that, they, Chuck that, that Chuck Norris alone could handle Same their entire thing. Like, oh, what are we going to do? For our listeners who don't know, Jishin's father was formerly a history teacher, so uh, he knows quite a bit about what happened in our past. Was he a history <laughs> teacher or a government teacher? A both. Oh, okay. Wow. Some casting what if. Norris wa- says that he wanted the role of the female journalist to be played by Whoopi Goldberg. Thank goodness that didn't happen. <laughs> she, she, was, she was enthusiastic about it, and the director said no. <laughs> he's, he's the reason why Whoopi Goldberg is out of this movie. Oh, they could have had more than one star in the movie. It was a, really a pointless role anyways. Yeah, she didn't really serve any yeah. purpose. Other than to give him a nickname. Cowboy. Cowboy. Uh, the scene where the terrorists destroyed the homes in the suburbs with rocket launchers, those were real explosions. Oh, oh that, that <laughs> so, same town was scheduled for demolition. That's true. Oh. Yeah, it was for an expansion. The the so, they, so they were allowed just those, to blow up all those wow, houses. Those that's look like true. nice houses. Yeah. It was going to be demolished anyway. Huh. That's that that an awesome sequence. I was that. wondering, maybe, you know, yeah, maybe my I favorite was, sequence. I was Very actually wondering how they made it look like they really blew up those houses. You know, I, that makes sense. I assumed that they had to have really blown them up. I, the special effects, I mean, when they were shooting the guns, the special effects of them shooting the guns was just like a little bright flash of light. And then the like, entire houses would like exactly. completely blow up in frame. Yeah. I was really impressed in general with the action sequences yeah. in this movie. The explosions. Whoever the demolition guy was deserves like an Oscar. I mean, they that. just trashed actual cars. They blew up an actual helicopter. I think all of those effects were just 
like actual explosions. Yeah, it was the, really good. The yeah, they didn't fake pickup, it back then. The Nissan pickup blowing up with a grenade and flipping at the same time. Wow, I love that. Uh, definitely the probably the best action part of the movie that we had to rewatch was the explosion. The guy getting thrown back by a piece of like, it looked like something blew up and hit him, and he got thrown like out of the frame. That was pretty good. Yeah. I have a question for our realism expert. In order for that truck to flip, wouldn't the explosion need to be coming from underneath the car? You are correct. Okay, thank you for confirming my <laughs> question. That was a... Uh, oh, whoa, well, whoa, well, last names. <laughs> that was Kent. Just Kent, our realism expert. Uh... Some other pieces of trivia. The UK cinema version of this was cut down by 10 seconds to, <laughs> to remove uh, the, the guy getting shot in the crotch. Hmm, sounds, like a certain, movie. sounds like a certain twice. editor of this podcast. So they can, well, he only did it, he did it twice. Do you notice that? So shot, they, shot a guy in the crotch yeah. twice? So they didn't remove the boobs, they removed the guy getting shot in the crotch. Guy getting shot in the crotch <laughs> twice. Unacceptable. There, there's a body count of 129. That's the casualties of this movie. How do they know? I feel like there's more than that. There's gotta be more. And that last sequence of just like complete war. Look, guys, this is why it's half-assed. We're gonna research. (laughs) I mean, did you know there were many bodies? How many bodies were just flying through the sky? They were speaking German. There were some German in there. So I think it was all Soviet countries, like I said. So they just couldn't make up their mind. Like, where'd the Asians come from? Russians, China. I don't really know that geography, so you're gonna have to explain that to me. China. Well, I guess they weren't Soviet, but they were communist. Yeah. And German. Um, you got these from Germany. That was Kent, our language expert and uh, resident translator of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he's like you the know, only one, he's like the the one really here that doesn't was, speak two really languages. There really was no clear motives <laughs> of like, you know normally how the villain has a plan and, yeah. a, and a plot? Like, it seems like the only plot was to invade the U.S., and well, that was it. Yeah. Well, and he hated Chuck Norris. He kept having those dreams yeah. of yeah. him getting kicked in the face <laughs> after yeah. after being held at gunpoint for 25 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Look, I have one more piece of trivia, and that's uh, until 2007. This was MGM's second highest grossing home video title, uh, second only to Gone with the Wind. Oh, wow. To 2007? Yeah. Wow. So what, what broke it in 2007? So 12 years. Oh, it's incredible. It didn't say that. Oh, that's why it's I half. I never even heard of this movie. Yeah. That's why it's half a word. Thank you. <laughs> I'll just bleep you out. <laughs> My next question. What was the best line in the movie? Probably, yeah, I have to be, uh, (laughs) I'm going to give you so many rights, you're going to wish for a left. (laughs) You're going to beg for a left. (laughs) Oh, yeah. If you come back in here, I'm going to hit you with so many rights, you're going to beg for a left. (laughs) I feel like when that happened, there was like a moment in the room (laughs) where we all were like, that's it. Uh, (laughs) Well, there there weren't a lot of like zingers in the movie. There's some kind of funny ones. Johnny Eagle. Oh, yeah. Shit. (laughs) Or just like the reporter. Hey, cowboy, when the, and the cops are like, you can't cross this police line. No, give me and a she's break. like, no, go, what do you, what do you want, cops? I can't remember what she said, but <laughs> that's how she died. Give me a break. Give me a break. Hey, cowboy. That goes the battle. Maybe I should ask you. Yeah, when that line oh, was guys, spoken. give me a break. That was just, I feel like all the, the life went out of the room. It was good. There's no way to top that. Yeah, pretty much. I feel like the, did the villain have a couple good ones? 
really. He had the who, growl. Who do you think was more unnecessary of a character? The reporter or John Eagle? <laughs> the reporter. The reporter. John the, Eagle killed a guy. I guess well, John, John Eagle... <laughs> John Eagle... Inspired him. He, like, like yeah, revenge he, now, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of the key elements that makes a good film. He, he, he creates the... the uh, Need for revenge. Uh, there's there's a term actually that came from a comic book called fridging. Fridging. What does it mean? So there's a Green Lantern comic book where the Green Lantern basically comes home and he finds his wife like dead and like chopped up oh. <laughs> and, and put in the fridge. And pe- it was really criticized because it was basically she was only introduced to die off, so he, he would have like motivation. So whenever like there's a character, usually a female, that's only in there to die, so that the main character has like a reason to do like have revenge it's called fridging so so we'll use that term here to four in our in our yeah. podcast did we, i use that term correctly here to four yes <laughs> here to four we will be using that <laughs> that means going forward right no i understand i just can never remember if that means like up till now or like from now on i think i think it both would apply for this but we can't we can't use it up till now. I might I might <laughs> throw it in. I might throw it in some past episodes. Okay. <laughs> so uh that guy was definitely fridged, John Eagle. He was just in there to motivate our hero. Would you agree? Yes, I would agree. I would say he's he was more crucial than yeah, the reporter. If you cut out every scene of her in the movie, it wouldn't have made it difference. There wasn't even like a romantic thing about it either. No, Nothing. he just seemed kind of annoyed by her. Until for, the end. for most of the movie. Until the end. Oh yeah, the the policemen who are escorting him through the jail give him a second to flirt with her, <laughs> before he then threatens threatens the twelve million viewers <laughs> directly to the camera. What was the line he said? <laughs> something about like, when you close your eyes and you when you open them again, I'll be there. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that was probably the second best quote of the movie. That was a good line. That we can't remember. Is there anything you'd like to say to the media? Yeah. Nico was easy. Now it's your turn. One night you're going to close your eyes. And when they open, I'll be there. It'll be time to die. Which was a foreshadow to the end of the movie. That was pretty great. Except he wasn't sleeping. Exactly. (laughs) Great. John, what was the other line you said a second ago that you really liked? Um, Well, the... When he was like randomly meeting with his friend in the bar, he's like, or old comrade, I guess. He, he says, "See you in hell," and then he says, "Send me a postcard." So it's kind of good. <laughs> I think we can move on to the next one. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was uh, the most implausible moment? I got. I had that. I thought of a few. Yeah. First one. Like, I know it's only 1985, but I feel like if a whole bunch of boats just, like, show up on the shore, like, that would have shown up on somebody's radar, right? (laughs) Especially, like, on the Florida shore from Cuba. Yeah. (laughs) You you think in the 80s they were kind of, like, patrolling that a little bit. Not to mention the logistics of of trucks that were just, like, parked in some random place. (laughs) Just hundreds of... Like, no one just looked at that and thought, this looks weird. (laughs) It's not necessary, though. Like, you can just get visas. And already be there. That's, we that's true. Most terrorists come here legally. They didn't have uh, cell phones to communicate their, their plans. So uh, the other ones were when they blow up the houses. Like every room blew up at the exact same time from one little grenade. How about the fact that he was shooting 
a rocket launcher yeah. never had to reload it. Yeah, that's that's, that's impossible. Okay. And also, when they're like, I don't want to sound like stereotypical here. I'm just statistics. Racist. I'll probably cut this. Go on. <laughs> they, when they pull up to this Hispanic event center, like the cops start shooting everybody up. Like, I, I feel like statistically speaking, somebody there would be have a gun. They had bricks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they threw bricks at the real cops. Um, this, this is Florida. Here, here's here's one that um, that was actually one of the funniest parts, and I, it took a second to get pointed out. But when they're invading the what building was that? I don't know. It's like some government building at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, so like they're like they're planning their big attack. They they just come running in with an army and they just start shooting at nothing. And they're emptying all of their ammo, tons of bullets, running just, through a whole it's building. Like, it's just not like they start shooting keep, nothing, it's that they keep shooting. Yeah, and they keep like shooting. Yeah, there's nothing. They're slowly moving through, like, the lobby area, just just papers flying everywhere. They're just, like, wasting the cubicles and the desks. <laughs> it's great. That's Very implausible. Cool. So, and, you know, I guess they just keep going, you know. What about the girl that put the star on the tree, ran back into the house, the house yeah. blew up, and then she, she somehow was outside of the house. Maybe she was in a different room than the explosion. It's also is every window blew out of that house. It's also implausible. That girl was what, like six? At least that was like an eight foot ladder. Like her parents just sent her up there by herself to go climb up that ladder. Also, none of the neighbors ran outside. If in yeah. your neighborhood, if just six homes blew up, that whole scene, there were people oh, running outside. They're helping helping the people. Impossible. Oh, where, was yeah, there? and one went and picked up the little girl. At the end, I just yes, remember yeah. one of my favorite. Okay, I, I just remember one of my favorite scenes, hands down. When he's just randomly driving his truck through through downtown oh. and it just goes through every demographic of people. Like <laughs> the whores. Yeah. The whores and pimps and the black guys. There's, like the the there's like a rednecks that start like kicking his car. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing in our part of town? And they like there's hit a, it with a chain yeah, and stuff. There's he, a bad guy play, black guy playing a saxophone. <laughs> he encounters like these different pockets of just stereotypes in one, one the length of one street block. Yeah. They all just have like their own like thirty foot stretch where it's like the black stereotypes are here, but don't cross the line because then you'll be with the rednecks. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that was really weird. It's great. And yeah, it didn't really yeah. do anything other than him just driving slowly through the street, just shaking his head. <laughs> and they're all pissed at him for being on their street. They all like they all take turns running up to him and like accosting his car. Immediately. Yeah, it was really is. weird. Do you think you think he do you think he what? drives through that street every night so they're just sick of him? They're like, this guy, we actually live here in harmony. <laughs> it's like a little mini utopia. They're just Chuck Norris just drives yeah. through every night. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Yeah, they well, seem ready. They seem ready. For yeah, that. they knew him. Yeah. Well, that was kind of like his story throughout the whole thing. Like, he's just this vigilante that kind of a lot of people hate. Nobody respects the the good work he's doing, I guess. But it's fun. I don't know. What about the, oh, I guess. the motive? Of the whole invasion? Well, like, I mean, the trailer. Just I, I feel cost, like if I hadn't watched the trailer, I'd have no idea what the motive was because, like, the, the narrator of the trailer was like, their motive is control, fear. <laughs> he says, like, two other things. I feel like I wasn't too thrown off by that just because I feel like in the 80s, you're kind of like, oh, they're going to come get us because they hate us. Was it to take over or is it just to. Terrorism. I thought it was initially to take over, probably because of something like Red Dawn, but it sounds like it was just to like to sow fear. I mean, Rostov said when initially he said like in one year America will be a very different place than it is now when the first oh. So I don't know if that if, was like a regime change or just like getting rid of rights because they suspended rights and 
declare martial law. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and, and if their plan continued to go on, like that, it would bankrupt America if they were doing it. In that's true. Towns. The Dow dropped thirty points as a result of all this. <laughs> they gathered. They gathered all of the governors and the president in Miami. So, <laughs> and also their way of uh, spreading information that they needed. That there was a curfew. The way of getting that information across was just flying planes around and dropping out flyers. <laughs> like, a stack of flyers, they would just throw out the window. So, like, 40 or 50 flyers hey, just land in one they spot. They were red, so at least they were easily detectable. That's true, yeah. I noticed them. All right, now here's a question. What would be a more realistic um, scenario, this or Red Dawn? I, I haven't this. seen Red Dawn. I have not so, either. invasion from the sea or the air is what he's asking. Like well, paratroopers, he, or well, no, also motive because that was actual like invasion, occupying that's force. True. This one's just terrorism. That's I true. feel like probably this one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't that bad of an idea the, to. The, this few, is a few this, people based on the trailer and just like what we knew about this movie going into it. This was a much smarter movie than I thought <laughs> yeah. it was going to be. But it's like their idea of just going in and like dressing up as cops and like sewing like discord and like distrust is not a bad idea. I mean, we already talked about this, but it's kind of parallels the 2012 election, 2016, 2016 election. Yeah. Russians coming in. Yeah. We made a lot of Trump jokes watching this. <laughs> Russians coming in and sowing fear, discord, hatred. Oh yeah. Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, Mark Zuckerberg pretending to be cops. You don't know race wars. Race wars. There was a little bit of race wars. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Fake news. Rednecks. It's all there. I just thought, what what did the drugs have anything to do with this movie? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, when they stole the drugs from yeah. the beginning? To fund it? Yeah. Well, that was like... But, but then he, he, he took he, it, he, he took used the guy, and go. then he killed the... Yeah. Yeah, what was the point of that scene? <laughs> I have no idea. There's a lot of little scenes like that. Where I afterwards I thought, what was the point of that? Like that where he's like where he's chopping firewood with a chainsaw. Well, oh, I thought that was so he because they couldn't, couldn't hear him. him. Uh, I get to tell the audience that he can't hear the approaching airboats. And to show that he's a man's man. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, not Chops as, man, his own not, firewood. Not as nah. manly of a man as Arnold Schwarzenegger chopping his own wooden commando. Like That's true. Yeah, he's got like an axe. He so yeah. could just use his muscles. <laughs> and and ch- the log was only like four inches round, so. Going back to implausibility. All right. Is it also implausible to have an uh, armadillo as a pet? No. In Florida? I feel like that would be illegal. No. But I guess he's a... He's, a, he's living in the swamp. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't follow the rules. Yeah. It's the, it's the frontier. They have no rules in the swamp. Who's going to stop him? Uh, he's living literally in the swamp. He's just driving around on his little boat. His without, without a shirt on. What I don't get in all these movies, like, <laughs> they have to follow the same theme. It's like a former former government operative, retired. They go off in the middle of nowhere, whether it's the mountains or the Everglades. To find peace. In this case, yeah. They're obviously there to not be found. How is it that they're always so easily found? This one, there was no hesitation. I mean, was like, they knew exactly where he was. <laughs> that happened a lot in this movie where people were like, I'll find him. And then they did yeah. right away find them. <laughs> I mean, nope. if there's something that deadly, you would think that the government would be keeping tabs on them. I can see the government, because if you used to work with them. But the enemy, they're like, we need to kill yeah, this the guy. enemy. The next scene, they're, they're on their way to his house. It's true. It's true. Chainsawing wood. And it's like, what? Took no time at all. Yeah, it's like, how did they... Because obviously, in any other context where he's not chopping wood, he would have heard those boats, and he would have just 
gotten away before they got there. So it's like, how did they know that that was the exact right moment? Maybe they knew that he was friends with John Eagle. Oh, because known acquaintance. Well, John Eagle. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed this. He worked at a restaurant called John Eagle's Restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> he worked at it or owned it. Uh, I, I would hope both. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that good of an employee that yeah. after him. <laughs> like, man, John Eagle, you're the best. These are really good questions. Those are really good questions, Matt. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. I don't mean to steal your thunder as the conversation facilitator. No, please. I, if anyone wants to ever do that, feel free to jump in. Kent, you especially. Oh. You, you've got a lot to say, I feel like. Oh, no. no yeah, you're I'm good. Right levels he's just, he's just levels of expertise. He's here as a consultant. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Should we go to like the best death, worth death, worth, worst? <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> to best and worst deaths. I take it back. I'll just do, <laughs> I'll just do the questions. Actually, just, just stay over Save there. Fact check stuff. Okay. <laughs> uh, John Eagle. John Eagle is my vote for the dumbest death. Uh, although, no, although why after a conversation, stuck on John Eagle. It's, it wasn't the worst. It's got to be the cop, the couple He's on the beach. He oh. killed the guy. The couple and then on the beach. No, I think I got it. It's the guy who um, dropped the grenade in the car and they blew up. Okay. Yeah, was Wait, dumb. did he drop a grenade in the car? He what meant, about? He meant to throw the grenade and like he dropped it in like yeah, this. No, no, no. Chuck Norris threw that in their car. No, that was the CF C four. The C four. No, no, he like he, he stuck it onto the hood. There one. He yeah. he threw it into the. He threw a grenade. Oh, yeah, into he the did. Car. Yeah, he threw a grenade into. Yeah. yeah. What about and the guy? The, their feet. What about oh, the guy okay, who was yeah, just yeah. trying to do a good deed and like returning the package right. that was left behind at the mall and he's like running full speed, <laughs> and he's just the first one to get shot by the guy who he's trying to return the package to. <laughs> that actually might be pretty dumb because the guy who left the package starts running. The police are running after him, and then he's trailing after the police. You That's think at true. some point he'd be like. I should just leave this and go the other way. And, and it's beeping. Like yeah. The, the package is beeping. Yeah, he just keeps like, sir, sir. Just running after him. Yeah, he's my vote. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was pretty yeah, dumb. That was pretty, yeah. I was going to I was gonna say either the couple on the beach or the lady snorting cocaine. Cornelis. <laughs> snorting cocaine. Snoking cocaine. That was one of the best, actually. The best death? Just oh, like well, dumb, though. Joker. It was a dumb death. No. I mean, for her, but he, for Chuck Norris, he smashed sweet. her head down and then he threw her out the or window. Not, I know. But yeah, there's a guy. Like the pipe that she was snorting, snorting with. I can't say that word. <laughs> <laughs> so Pipe that she was snorting with. Oh yeah, it was went like, up her nose. It was a real pencil trick. And he did yeah, the, he did the whole Joker trick. Yeah, yeah. the pencil. She went out the window. <laughs> she went and out, out the window. window. I really enjoyed. That. I enjoyed that part. Um, John, what did you think was the most embarrassing death? Well, I, I just keep thinking of the one that I wish, like the death I would wish to have. Oh yeah. Okay. The guy at the desk after that huge explosion because yeah. at least you gotta see an amazingly cool <laughs> explosion before you die <laughs> so fast. I always think of like the quickest death as being the one I would prefer but that's a good point that is a good one it was probably pretty quick yeah he just all he had time to look up and for a split second see something coming right at his face <laughs> to knock him off off out of frame yeah that is I, a, I that assume is he died death. it was yeah it, it seemed kind of brutal yeah, yeah. although Blowing up the guy blowing up at the very the very last thing that happened in the movie was pretty cool. Oh but yeah, that that's true. The rocket launcher, but, rocket launcher straight to the yeah. best part base. of that is that it was literally the very last thing. Like there's no there's no story. There's no Chuck Norris gets the girl. There's nothing. It's just really the guy's dead and, and there really it. wasn't much more of a plot to follow up on. Right. You know? 
I always find it so jarring when movies, as soon as like the immediate like danger is over, the movies just end. There's no like wrap up in any way. Like, like what else? The other one that's really weird. Have you guys seen North by Northwest? No, not for a long time. I mean, do you care if I tell you how it ends? No. <laughs> so people Spoilers. like the the ending of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I'll I'll put a time code so you can <laughs> avoid the spoilers for this movie from 1959. <laughs> There's like they're having like these like bad guys are trying to kill Cary Grant and he's like on the um, Mount Rushmore. And there's a part where he's hanging on the side of Mount Rushmore and so is like a bad guy and the girl's trying to help him up and the bad guy falls off to his death and then you think Cary Grant's going to slip and the girl pulls him up and as she's pulling him up, it cuts to them on a train and her pulling him up onto the seat of a train and then he's like, I love you, darling. And then that's like the end of the movie. I was like, whoa. It's like the like the climax of the movie happened and then the movie just ended. It was really weird. And the movie just ends and you're like, huh, we're just suddenly over now. It's always, it always throws me off. I can see that. Yeah, that would throw me off too. You guys are looking at me like I'm insane. <laughs> I don't know. I was drawn in. I was drawn into your explanation. It was, great. It was I just, very abrupt. It, it is really weird. Cause you think at least like they're going to like, it's a different oh, style. Like tie off. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, like, there's no. They time show else. Chuck Norris and the Everglades again, with the, re, like rebuilding his house. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. with yeah. with the reporter. <laughs> John like, Eagle's son is there to take his father. Yeah, or he, he, he takes take over, over John Eagle's restaurant. restaurant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's painted over it. <laughs> this was, this I don't was actually. I don't know the. And no, and then the last scene is the reporter like walking towards the front step, and he walks out, and she goes, "Hey, cowboy." Oh man, look at that. Are these deleted scenes? (laughs) This would fit in the movie. Cowboy's restaurant. Oh! Oh my gosh. Except he was in the bayou. He's on a cowboy. That's that's how they flirt there. (laughs) Miami. She's spunky. He's got an armadillo. And now a break to hear a word from our sponsor. This holiday episode of Manly Movie Monday is brought to you by Hire Santa. Featured on Shark Tank, Hire Santa has some of the best real professional Santa Clauses in the world. Bring the season to life or help associate your brand with Christmas by using Santa. Visit HireSanta.com to use offer code MANLYMOVIEMONDAY, all one word, to receive 20% off four hours of a professional Santa Claus visit to your home, office, or business at select locations nationwide. Offer code expires November 15th. That's HireSanta.com. Bring the season to life. And now, back to Manly Movie Monday. All right, what's the MMMDR of this villain? I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to give it a two as well. Given the just sheer volume, I'm going to give it a three. Huh. For what we're looking for, I'm going to give it a three. Interesting. John? I'll give it a two. And to remind our listeners, this is an out of a four. Yeah. I, <laughs> if you've listened to our, I, all of our podcasts up to this point. Which, by the way, congratulations so. if you made it this far. Because <laughs> our first two were pretty bad. We should probably say what MMDR is. <laughs> oh. Manly Movie Monday Danger Rating. It's where we rate how dangerous the villain is. Uh, I don't know if we really have a benchmark as to what a four would be. I think it's kind of it's a in debate. It's being it's debated. The, oh, it's I think unicorn. I've given it before. I know that. I get, have gave you. the four for the state. I have it for the state. Yeah. yeah. Same Max, yeah mass but, extinction. But perfect four all around. That hasn't been reached yet. Well, no. I think oh. I also gave it to Terminator 2. I, I will say that I'm giving this a two. However, it's a far more like 
plausible um, threat. Agreed. Than <laughs> almost any other villain in story. Here's maybe what knocks it down. One, that they were just kind of so quickly taken care of by the U.S. military, which is probably realistic. Also, Chuck Norris just beat the shit out of that guy. <laughs> there, like once Chuck Norris showed up, and it was just that guy one on like them one on one with no guns. There wasn't any like even it was like I, yes, and then fly over that table. guy's I kick again, fly over table. <laughs> there was no right. tension. Of I like, guess I'm looking at the army as a whole as the villain, not yeah. necessarily. Oh, okay. well, I mean, off. he was the linchpin though, because. He was the planner, so without him, they wouldn't have been able to do anything. Very true. If I could give a half, I would give a two and a half, but I can't, so I have to round up. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a two. Thank I could you. probably be convinced to a three with a very good argument. But Same. I'm going to stick with the two. Sticking with the two. This is a new segment I made up while watching the movie. I like to call it the John Matrix Award, where we <laughs> award the character with the best name. Uh, in other movies, there would probably be a, a list where we could go through and say who we'd want, but it's... I think we all know who has the best name <laughs> in this movie. It's the only person whose name, name I remember. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> what was, two, two what was Chuck Norris' character even named? I think it was Matt, Matt. Hunter. I only know that because I was looking at the Wikipedia, looking up any kind of trivia for this movie. <laughs> Did it ever say it? They called him uh, Hunter. Yeah, they called call him Hunter a bunch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And then the bad guy was Rostov. But of course, then, we're, all, we're all thinking John Eagle. Yeah. John Eagle. The, 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 the only other one. The I moment remember. his name was said, it was. We all. Yeah, right. We all reacted. Yeah. I think I need to pay better attention to the names. <laughs> I do too. I think there's some really good ones yeah. in the ones that we watched. All right. Another another new segment that I I liked. I. <clears throat> let me start that over. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's another new segment. Um, which character in the movie we watched would you... i got to think of a better way to say this. Let me start over. <laughs> it's fine, Kent. I'm not saying Sn- Snorting. <laughs> it's in your head now. Uh, I know. <laughs> I'm psyching myself out now. Okay. Here's another new segment. What character would you watch a spinoff? Of? Yes. So they have to he didn't want. It. He didn't want any like a prequel or a. I didn't. Or really. a sequel. Either. Either. Just a spinoff. If it's a movie or John, TV show. I think the, the answer's still the same. I want, I want a prequel of John Eagle's life. Yes. Yeah, that's, 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 I want that's to see want. John Eagle running the restaurant. <laughs> I would like to see his childhood. Pulling the hood over on the government. <laughs> just getting the loan to start the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And then airboat business. Also, like maybe the adventures of the reporter. No, what? no, no. You yeah, no. should probably see some cool stuff. No, uh, my counter. My uh, here's another one. Uh, the guy who couldn't stop shooting. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> you just kept like I, screwing. I actually, I switched my vote to him. More than wow, more than Johnny. Yeah, more than John Eagle. I would uh, like to understand I, how he became that way. How is he just so obsessed with shooting? Childhood, man. And how did he keep? Rough. He kept screwing stuff up. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. I want to know. He was the one that left the bag, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and okay. The guy started chasing him with his own bomb. Yeah, I, I imagine sad. there's. It'd be kind of like a Mr. Magoo type hijinks <laughs> where he unwittingly kept. Like gets into like scenarios, and then his like Russian friends slash other ethnicities they just bail him out, and he's always like, "I'm shrugging." <laughs> Whoops! Oh, yeah, that's actually a very close second. I'd watch that. 
I'd, I'd subscribe to Apple TV Plus for <laughs> an eight-episode miniseries based on that man. I just want to know how, you know, how John Eagle turns that restaurant around and gets it right back in. Should that be the sequel? Yeah. Or, yeah, Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> John, John Eagle and Cowboy. <laughs> oh, that could be a good... I'd watch it. Like I'd watch an eight-minute short on that. <laughs> then just riding through the Everglades, <laughs> collecting armadillos, catching gators. What catching they're gators doing. and putting them in cages. Yeah. How about this? How about this? Like a, a armadillo, like spinoff film that's like uh, through like a Pixar animated one for the kids. <laughs> Good work. Like what was he doing while his owner was away? He just has all his animal friends over and they'd get in all sorts of trouble. They left it open for a sequel. They show him they show him surviving the explosion. That's true. Yeah. Tripping down the steps. I got another question. Um, could you accomplish the plot of the movie? <laughs> Probably not. No. Yeah, I, not. I definitely could is, is the answer to that question ever going to be yes? Like, it's pretty real. I think I've said yes once. <laughs> we said one. yes once. I I've thought. said it a couple of times. It might have been Rambo. I felt like we could have taken yeah. the pictures. <laughs> Take the pictures <laughs> and then just the actual like, mission. We're, we're out of here. <laughs> I got the pictures. Let's go. <laughs> like alien just staying in orbit like we talked about last time. Oh, yeah. Just nuking him from orbit. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, good point. I could, I would have been blown up pretty early on in that no, movie. Yeah. Someone would have shot me. Yeah, we might retire, <laughs> we might retire that question. <laughs> no, I think it's kind of fun. Okay, I'll leave uh, it in. How about, it how, in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How about if there's one that we actually could, we can talk about it. All right, that's fair, yeah. Okay. And it'll be like a... It'll, it'll be like for the diehard fans that have seen every episode of like alluding to earlier. Oh yeah, they'll love it. I mean, I mean, think. <laughs> I mean, think about Independence Day. Who saved the day? Some bum drunk guy, you know. Oh, Rand- former former uh, pilot. You, you mean Randy Quaid? Show some respect, John. I didn't know that was Randy Quaid. Oh yeah, he's not. He's not had a good time since. Oh. How how well did this movie do? Like, was it released in oh, theaters? Um, 19, How much money did it make? 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. The budget was 12 million. You know, I actually, this movie was not bad. Given the time frame it was released, I, I, I'd watch it again. Um, it had a budget of $12 million. It, de- it debuted at number one at the box office with like $6.9 million. It debuted at number one. Is that what you said? Yeah. Wow. So opening night, it made half of its budget back. Box office mojo. So this studio is—it's by Canon Films, which is like—it's bankrupt now. But it's like a famously—it's like a studio that famously makes terrible movies. We've actually watched at least one other movie that's made by Canon Films. Can we guess? Who can guess? I have no idea. I was kind of surprised. Was it, I here it, for it? It didn't seem like it was that bad. No, you weren't here. Oh, over the top. Over, over the, the top. top. Was made by Canon Films. Doesn't seem as bad. Like it doesn't seem as like. B movie like this, but um, in a lot of ways, this didn't seem very B movie. It seemed like there was a big budget. It seemed a lot better than I thought it was so going to be. I don't think of actually like Chuck Norris as being like a big star. I think at this point, I mean, I don't. I don't think of him as being like relevant at all. Who who is today's equivalent ma- like of Chuck major Norris. action stars? I think of Stallone and Schwarzenegger, and I would never think of. He Chuck was. Norris. I think he was actually pretty famous at the time. I think in the seventies was probably yeah. earlier. Uh, no, I actually I think so. Uh, probably in the eighties, he did pretty well with like the string of like these like action movies, and then especially when he got into like Walker Texas right. Ranger. I'm gonna say he doesn't have really very many iconic shows though, like Stallone and Schwarzenegger have no. iconic shows, and he doesn't have one. 
I can't think of any. It's all Walker, yeah. Texas Ranger. Um, the domestic total gross of this movie was seventeen and a half million. So it made like three times its budget. It Although, made its budget back at least, and then some. So I right. guess I don't know what the the rule of thumb now is like double the budget for marketing. I don't know what that was like in '85. Used it. This is different though. Yeah, but I mean, like a lot more lower budget films. It's true. In the past, but for now, if you see a movie that it said like the budget's two hundred million, like it's safe to assume to add another two hundred for marketing. So that movie needs to clear four hundred to make Mm -hmm. a profit. That's insane. I know it's nuts. I don't really have any other questions except this one, which was just: Do you think the USA could be invaded? Yeah, I mean. Could. It, but I mean, would it? We I don't successfully. Like invade? Like, what do you mean by invaded? Um, like overthrow the government invaded, or let's let's cause terrorism invaded. Probably this, since this what that's what this movie was about. This do you, is very plausible. I feel. Do you think like? Aspect, yeah. I th- so I think that we could be invaded like this, but I think that the terrorists would be caught much much sooner. In, in like in twenty nineteen. In twenty nineteen. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. of the Patriot Act. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just looking at everyone's cell phones. What, would be, exactly. how, what do you think would be the most likely do you think this entry, is entryway? Shut down now because we're talking about this? Do you think no. it would be through Mexico's border or by sea or by air? I'd probably through Mexico's border. Yeah. Do you think, who do you think the other 10 listens were Jason? I don't know. They were all in, in, they're all in Langley. Do we have <laughs> followers in Langley? I think there's a lot more coast for landing on than just borders through Mexico. Then just borders through Mexico, so I I think that they could do a coast a coastal invasion as well. About through Canada, maybe Canada's <laughs> Canada or Mexico. Is Canada easier to get in than Mexico? I feel like they're both pretty difficult because it's the United it's, States. It's difficult now overall. That you're gonna have to get through. I mean, you, should, you can you can hike through either border though. You can find a place yeah. to hike through either border. So are we talking about like a land invasion now instead of the terrorism aspect of it? Well, it's the terrorists yeah. have to get into the country somehow. Yeah, but just do visas, plan it out. Oh. These days, you know, it's like, I mean, years in advance, is have people come in on visas. Yeah, the majority of illegal immigrants and, in this country just, are overstaying their visas. Yeah, and then, and then <laughs> 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 oh, getting, getting political, huh? The, the only, the only is, way that this is could just happen. the truth. I mean, it just makes sense to not just pay build for it a wall. over time yeah. and then have a cut date. that out. <laughs> Time set. Don't want to divide our listeners. Leaks. Yeah, we should probably do <laughs> leaks before it hit. Uh, don't tell everybody exactly what's happening. I'm just screaming. I have an HR degree. I know what to cut <laughs> out. Uh, to our listeners, that was Jason, our in-house human resources specialist. I think that I think that if terrorists were a little bit more intelligent, they would they could be dangerous. It was a little scary, but. I don't so coordinated attacks. Obviously, it could happen before nine eleven. After nine eleven, I'm not so sure. Could happen. Oh man, we really clamped down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. didn't naked before you got on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's never gonna. I did that back. before too, but <laughs> I, I get your point. Um, let's go around and rate, rate, yeah, rate the film out of four. That was you that, know what? That, sure. that, that hasn't been clear. I'm gonna give it a three. I like the movie. I like wow. the interesting. I'm gonna give it a three. I'm going down to two. Good movie. I wouldn't watch it again. Same here. That's fair. That's fair. So I'm gonna give it a two. I expected it to be a one, but I'm. I was I think pleasantly that's, surprised. That's why I'm so high, just because I went in with like really low expectations and it exceeded them. I think I might give it a three too. 
Wow. With, with the understanding that this is based on like how does this fit like watching it for Manly Movie Night? Like this isn't a good movie, but it was a lot better than I thought and more entertaining than yeah. I thought it would be. I mean, relative to other movies that I've given a two, it's not as good as those, but just yeah, I just not knowing what to expect and how it actually was. Also, action sequences and stunts are some of my favorite things to watch, and they really did it. They I, I'm it. impressed. They, they did. It. That was yep. much better than and I thought explosions. it was. That explosion with the guy getting hit out of frame. That that was so cool. (laughs) Even like the suburban houses exploding was fantastic. That was cool. Well, when they had the girl, when they grabbed her by the hair and were driving with her, and they were driving (laughs) up next to her. Which time when they grabbed her by the hair? Let's revisit that. That's fair. Why did they do that? They grabbed her like blocks. I think it's... Dude, it's the guy that we're gonna watch a spinoff on. It's, he's, he just thinks. He's improvising. He just, he just follows his impulses. Grab that girl. There was no point. But every time they're like, when they're driving up next to him and like trying to like grab her, grab her into the other car. Every time I see that in a movie where they're like, there isn't CGI, I'm always just like, there's just that's just people on cars driving really fast, like jumping from car to car. So yeah. I was like pretty impressed. Sure. It was pretty good. It's yeah. a good sequence. And the stunt guy was actually really holding on to her. Yeah, he was. Well, oh, she would have fallen gym. off. One thing that dis- <laughs> that was disappointing. Hold <laughs> on to her hair or waist? He had, he had a good grip. He did, yeah. he did the waist later on because oh, I guess okay. the hair wasn't going to hold up that long. So. <laughs> One thing that disappointed me was the lack of Chuck Norris martial arts. And uh, and when there was some martial arts, like when he's kicking the guy, it literally wouldn't show his foot hitting anything. It just showed like a kick and then a guy flying after. Ooh, that All you could me. see was like a knee. It's true. And just like part of the leg and part of the thigh. We didn't get to really appreciate I, his skill set. <laughs> <laughs> to our listeners, John just reclined at a high velocity and hit his head on the outside corner of a wall. Want to wrap this up? Do you want to take us away and announce yeah. our, announce our uh, next Manly Movie Night? All right. Well, everyone, that was oh, Invasion USA. Um, again, great movie. Highly recommend it if you haven't seen it already. Uh, overall, the net rating was what? 2.6. 2.6? No. be lower than that. Who else gave it a three besides me and Kent? I gave it a three. Oh, you did? Yeah, okay. 2.6. Really surprised me. So, yeah, Manly Movie Monday gave it a three po- or 2.6. <laughs> um, next week, what are we watching, Jason? We are watching the 19th... Oh, sorry. <clears throat> to commemorate Mahershala Ali's announcement at D23, we are going to be watching... You know what? You I just, just, maybe, I don't, you, maybe you just say what it is. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what are we watching? We're watching Blade. That's what we're watching. <laughs> All right, Wesley Snipes Blade. Uh, so if you want to uh, keep current with us, we advise you to watch before the podcast drops so that you can understand what we're talking about. Uh, and again, you can always email questions to manlymoviemonday at gmail.com. That is, a, that is an email I set up. Manly, again, manlymoviemonday. <laughs> I'm not speaking like future tense, like I will set it up, like a future of what when we're recording. I actually have set that up. Yeah, so that's, that's manlymoviemonday at gmail.com. You can ask us anything movie-related or otherwise, and... We will answer your questions. Except for last names. And as soon as I mean, we you can ask us for our last names. As, as soon as we start getting as soon as we start getting questions, that will be a segment of the show. So I don't anticipate that will be for a very long while. But just know that if you're if if you are listening, you have the option to get a shout out on our podcast. It's true. We'll name drop. We you. may even mail you a prize. Ooh. We probably won't do that. But. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're not in is <laughs> it?
is a thin crust, extra white sauce, green peppers, and onions. That's all you need. It'd be a great pizza. You'll love it. It took you that long to say that. Okay. Did you like how I found um, the monkey saying, oh, shit? Yeah, <laughs> that was great. That was great. I, I found that right away. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say, all of those, like, Disney ones have, like, a, a video on YouTube dedicated to it. Well, then, like, Little Mermaid, the the priest. No, the that's owner. his knee. That's fake. That is his knee. No. 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 <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that so looks like a knee no. to you. No, I, like, spent, I spent, like, an hour just of one of my days <laughs> looking at A phallic this. stick. Just, like, that's it's way too high up to be his knee. But on the cover of the original Little Mermaid, there are penises on the Towers. That's true. No, that's absolutely. That, yeah, there's absolutely nothing not penis about those pictures. So that's real. Yeah, no, why would his knee is is he worried about circulation? Like, why would he be <laughs> bending his knee like that up the, like performing that ceremony for them? <laughs> it's really no. His, his knees are really weird. He's an oddly shaped character. Yeah, if you like, like rewind it, you have to like rewind it like a few seconds before that scene where you also see his knees. They're really knobbly. Oh, so like his just like third knee that like sticks straight out <laughs> from his body. <laughs> Listeners, listeners, I want you to look up the listeners. Are we keeping this? There's a video. There's a video. Somebody went in there and edited it to be like this, like boom, and circle back in. That's fake. That's not the real. I'm talking about the actual VHS. Yeah, that one is the knees. Listeners, I want you to look up the video, and then I want you to email in if you think that it is his knee or a different appendage. Do you honestly think this is going to make it? See, look. There's the other scene with his knees, right? You can see he's got really skinny legs with knobbly knees. Okay. The only difference is the gap between his legs is missing, so it looks like a rope. It was an oversight, definitely. <sighs> yeah, now I got you thinking. All right, let me see, let me see. I'm not, I'm not convinced, but it, I, I have doubts. See, there's, there's his knees. Matt and I have done okay. the research, right? And then... You're right. Don't doubt us. Did you write your thesis on this? That's like good. <laughs> Rest my case.